at this moment, just let's repeat this. So your your first your name is Aaron. Aaron Green Hicks. Okay. And my real last name would be Rothschild if I had stayed in the family. Okay. And I heard you speak and it was it was really stunning. And I have to I want to give you credit here because it can't have been easy. Um, it wasn't easy at all. Okay. And I don't know if you've done much public speaking, but no, just on Friday was my first time ever. Okay. And you did a, you handled yourself very well oh, and, you. and you were uh, very credible and this is a, a, you know, has to be very difficult um, situation, but it's a very important sort of revelation right, for you right. and, and for the I'm people out there. And thank you for having the courage to actually, you know, mm-hmm. to do a Camelot interview. I'm, I'm sure after you do this, you're going to get a lot of flack for having done so. Um, and so I'm just giving I'm you prepared. a heads up. Okay. I'm prepared. That's why I'm doing it now. And I understand the ramifications of the entire situation. Okay, yes. great. Uh, so at this moment, can you sort of talk a little bit about when you say, when had you remained part of the family? Um, when I was born, uh, they put me, um, into, they took my father and I and put us outside of the family. And, um, my father, uh, was, uh, the, the head of the military shadow government and he put me into MK Ultra. They took us out of the family so that I could be in these programs. Okay. And can you talk about your father and mother, their, um, sort of, is it your father who is the Rothschild? Yes, yes. My father's a Rothschild. My mother was a Sinclair. Okay. Yes. Great. And you say he's head of he was head of the shadow government. Can the, you explain? The military part of the shadow government. He had to deal with um, time travel. He dealt with MKL, all the black ops programs at the time from the 1940s until the 1970s. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Ryan, Larry, Springhill, Josh, and the Illumamami herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, the second part to the Rothschilds.
Soup Kitchen Studio with the skeptic, the mom, the beard, and yours truly, Rad Dad 2019. Letting it sink in with a little Dire Straits action, bringing us in to this part two. I know all our diehard fans are here. Hopefully, everybody who came from the first episode has made their way to the second episode because this is a big one. This is the one where we. What if they're starting here? Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Go back to the first one. Konnichiwa, listeners. Konnichiwa, listeners. <laughs> That's Larry. Trademark. So I want to get started real quick off the bat. So first of all, foremost, I had a friend, and this is really going out to you, Ryan. That's (laughs) awesome. Congratulations. He's got a friend. I do. He sent me a text and he said, by the way, that whole tinfoil hat rant that you had during the second segment, what was that page? I want to know the source. Well, according to this, it's angelfire.com slash music two slash full circle slash rothchild.html. It is one of its own. It literally, with the title of the Rothschilds and the Federal Reserve, is what I took from. There's many of these type of sites, and I just want to reiterate, this was our tinfoil hat period, okay? This isn't me trying to claim, you know, the Zionist Jews and the globalists are after you and blah, blah, blah. And all the conspiracies that you've come to know and fear. Cause I think this is one of those things that a lot of people fear. They fear that these bankers are coming for trouble and all of their savings and earnings and so, their guns. Well, who knows? But here's the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this episode, we're going to kind of debunk a lot of those things. We got the segments you know and love. We've got a quizzical. We've got pop culture. We've got Yahoo Answers. All the things that you've come to know and love about the show. But first and foremost, let me give you guys a hypothetical based on the subject that we're covering. Say you were a Rothschild. Like the lady we heard during the opening clip. With the money, and you could go to the Bilderberg meeting, which is a future episode. Oh, I, mean, I love that place. I think Josh, the three of us were more into Build-A-Bear. Yeah. We talked about the fluff. <sighs> I know, I just wanted to talk about fluff And all again. I could think yeah. of is that, Josh, you seem to want to jump into piles of things. Yeah. Yeah. Jello. Jello. Fluff. Yeah. Fluff. fluff. All you know, the Marsh- soft things, marshmallows. It, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. What's that liquid marshmallow stuff? Oh, marshmallow fluff, that fluffer nutter. It's fluff. Yeah, no, that's peanut that's- butter. And oh man, that'd be a sticky situation. Fluffer, I think that's a job on a porn. It is fluffer nutter. <laughs> you do that's when good. they're doing their job wrong, though. <laughs> no, they're doing their job too good. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's an overachiever. Yeah, there's a little too much fluffer nutter around. <laughs> Better get Joshua in here. Bob's cleaning the mess again, I see. The slide whistle player? (laughs) Yeah, he took a job as the uh, guy who cleans up the mess. The The fluffer sweeper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> Interesting. Oh, he slipped in it again. So my. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting a nut, and it's not me. Ladies and gentlemen, the slide whistle player. Sad guy. Trademark prime pending. (laughs) (laughs) Funnily enough, real quick, I just want to interject that I was at my place of work, and someone else brought up the slide whistle player. Interesting. Someone who listens to the show. So usually I'm being let down, not brought up. <laughs> <laughs> so again, let me let me reiterate this question because I think this is a fun little question for the the whole beer city media gang to answer. So you basically have the wealth of the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. You have the monies. You could go to the Bilderberg meeting. What would you do with that money and or power? First thing. Right now, if you can think off, off the top of your head, you've got what, according to one documentary I listened on to YouTube, you've got $400 billion spread out over five countries. And you're one. Now, the heir to the throne, I think, is worth $40 billion, according to what I read. Mm-hmm. But because Shut the money's change. spread out over these areas, they never get listed in the Forbes <laughs> rich cunts. It's, Pardon my French there, sir. <laughs> no, that's episode. Yeah, that's um, issue number six. In- indeed. Mm-hmm. What would you do with that kind of wealth and power right now? You do anything. Josh. I would buy, I would buy a house. <laughs> and then I would, yeah, just would take a room and soundproof the hell out of it and make a basically a, a massive recording studio. In which for podcasts or for everything, I mean, you, there could be podcasting in there. There could be for masturbating in silence. Yeah, he needs a soundproof room for that. He's a loud jerker. Yep. Let me just say, side note: regardless of where we go with this show, <laughs> we should work together, all of us, to to try to make that dream happen. Because I also have that. But yeah, mm-hmm. just ahead. like so, taking a huge room, having all the instruments that you would normally have and just, yeah, the best recording gear. There'd be a melodica in there. I play a mean melodica. There would be a slide. whistle. I would have a theremin in there because why not? We would, we would have a gold slide whistle. We would frame on the wall. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, just a a massive in memoriam, not a mansion. I'm not even dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just had a white cat. Who just thinks I'm dead. (laughs) Poor guy. April, what would um, you do with that kind of wealth and power? Like right now, in yeah. this moment, what mm-hmm. I would do with it is I would get in my car and I would drive up to Culver's and I would buy myself the codfish dinner because it is my favorite thing and I've been craving it for months. I love that. I guess I it's like ten ninety nine. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what? You're but right. honestly, in this moment, I would get myself the the fried cod dinner from Culver's. Mm. I guess I was taking that like tomorrow or the day after. But I guess yeah, if, if the question is right now, you know, I already answered though. So yeah. fuck me. I'm saying there's a leeway of time yeah. there. Yeah, that's about, totally fine. What about you, Larry? It's the lottery question, basically. Mm-hmm. I would give a big, huge chunk to animal rescues. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the first things I would want to do. Is that kind of in in uh, memoriam of Cali? Yeah, and just it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, see, and, and that is, I'm on team people too. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know you are. The next day, people are going to get a bunch of money too. Right. Well, you know, Josh and I have always said because you know we've been in situations where we've had to use um, the help of others. other. Others, mm-hmm. um, and we've always said that when we are financially secure enough, we want to pay it forward and give back to the um, to the uh, places that gave to us when we were in need. Well, not only that, but I before I had my prostitution job, I worked with the um, mentally challenged, mm-hmm. and so I always said that. Like, yeah, now we you podcast to, with them. Yeah, <laughs> if we were to be if we were to be filthy rich, I would give a lot of money because honestly, mental health is something, and or that kind of is heavily underfunded. Mm-hmm. Now that's the boring answer. The real answer that everybody wants is yes, it's blue and. Yes, it has a lots of horsepower, and yes, it's a Corvette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what year? Sixty-nine. Ooh, maybe a sixty-nine Dodge Charger. A sixty-nine. That's just, that's. There was a sweet spot in late seventies, late sixties. Sixty-nine Four, Stingray. Before, before four hundred twenty um, horses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four hundred twenty. <laughs> Blaze it up. Yep. Um. Yeah. Before Carter fucked up all our cars. Oh, yeah. Sixty-nine <laughs> Stingray, though. That's that's my dream car. <laughs> That's a good answer. I would buy a hot air balloon and I would throw <laughs> gummy bears at everyone blasting ACDC. No, it would be funny as <laughs> you think you're doing a good thing and you just dump a bunch of money out the, the um, hot air balloon. But People then start killing each exactly. other. Exactly. <laughs> you realize you just kill oh, a bunch no. of people. Oh, shit. I dropped slowly up. turns the flame off as hot air balloon sinks into the mountains. Uh-huh. For some like, reason. Oh, uh, when you started to do that, I thought you were going to say slowly rolled up the window on the hot air balloon. <laughs> And I envisioned a window going up. Yeah. So, so what, what, what ACDC song would you play? Like, Back in Black. Hmm. <laughs> okay. What would your balloon look like? Because uh, in my mind, it's like a I rainbow know. balloon. I don't know why that is. No, nope. actually, two I testicles. Thought... Two hairy testicles. You it's be... two balloons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's going to be playing big balls. I did, def- I did definitely think rainbow balloons in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what are you selling? What are you? A, 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 um, what's the word for the people who sell houses? Realtor? realtor? <laughs> Every realtor sign is like hot air balloons in but the now, background. But now that I'm thinking about it, Red Dead 2019, I would totally go with a big Garfield. <laughs> Just a banner flying behind that says, I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. <laughs> Here's some gummy bears. I hate Mondays too. <laughs> Slide whistle player, go drown yourself. Garfield don't want to even converse with him. <laughs> bites him on the knee <laughs> he looks takes like, off Ryan that guy's a big letdown he stole oh that's my lasagna <laughs> I guess I mean that's the fantastical idea obviously right. like the like heartwarming kind of version of that for me would, would be something similar to what Josh actually said and I I applaud him champion, championing really taking care of our mentally handicapped because I think that is a big deal. I think it's one of the biggest problems that we have in this country currently that we're not addressing. And it comes, it's, it's hard because you have like the mentally challenged who are like, I, I could play kickball all day, mm-hmm. but then you have the mentally like kind of deranged who are like, Oh, uh, Bugs Bunny is telling me I need to shoot up a school. So I'm going to go do mm-hmm. that right mm-hmm. now. Which those two? Everybody knows that's Wiley Coyote's job. <laughs> God 
damn that coyote. <laughs> he just anyway. draws a door on the side of the and school and yep, walks in. Walks in and shoots it up. <laughs> Indeed. God, Woof draws wow. himself a gun. Yeah. Actually, doesn't even shoot it up. He he just unrolls a thing of TNT. But the plunger just never catches. No, he's got one of those guns and he shoots it and a little flag unfurls and it says, says pow. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, kids. You can take that and just bend it. Yep. Barrel right back at him like they do in the cartoons. Yep, that's how guns exactly. work. Ooh. <sighs> oh, so that's our hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, yeah. it was a truth cornery type thing. I just figured I would throw that out there. So to begin. Yes. <clears throat> Everybody Oof. takes a big deep breath after listening to the first Rothschild episode and gets real. Breathing into the microphone or vaping into the microphone. Mm-hmm. That was actually a Patreon. <laughs> guilty of both. That was a Patreon thing. My bad. So deconstructing the Rothschild. Okay. So uh, the Rothschild conspiracy. There it is. Sounds like Charlie Marley's vape shop right mm-hmm. there. God, I can it feel my Charlie lungs Marley's turning to popcorn shop. already. <laughs> Love it. It's always fun. Everyone has a great time at Charlie Marley's. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> She's like a Native American with a tear slowly rolling down her cheek as you do that accent. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I love it. So keep it coming. So deconstructing the Rothschild conspiracy, uh, Brian Dunning, who owns the Skeptoid.com website, which is also a podcast, which you should check out, talks about this Rothschild conspiracy because this is prevalent in all facets of conspiracy worlds. One of their most famous transactions by the Rothschilds came in 1825. Now we're going to kind of break down just fact driven what really happened types scenarios here. When England's unregulated banks all went into crisis due to poor management of interest rates, Nathan Rothschild had earlier bought huge amounts of gold from the struggling bank of England at a fire sale price and sold it to the French national bank. Now that already sounds like, what are you doing there? Flipping Mm -hmm. gold bars. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Indeed. When the Bank of England, suf- England suffered a liquid- liquidity crisis as depositors clamored for their funds, the bank was able to borrow that same money back from Nathan and thus averted disaster. Virtually every conspiracy website c- claims that this is how the Rothschilds, quote, took over the Bank of England, unquote. No. They gave them a loan, which was paid back. In later years, one Rothschild descendant sat on the Bank of England's board for a time, but by no logic can it be defended that their 1825 transaction constituted taking them over. In fact, that famous quote from Nathan Rothschild about, quote, controlling the British money supply, unquote, turns out to be a fabrication. Brian Dunning, the author of this, found no original source for the quote at all. Though it's repeated in dozens of conspiracy books and on tens of thousands of conspiracy websites, see angelfire.com, I did a (laughs) thorough search of all available newspaper archives from Nathan's lifetime and had some friends check various university library systems. No such quote appears in the academic literature. After such a thorough search, I feel confident stating that 
He never made such a statement. So, the quote doesn't appear to be completely made up by the conspiracy theorists. It's most likely a revised and restyled version of this quote attributed to Nathan's father, the original Mayor Rothschild. Give me control. Now, this is the quote. Give me control of a nation's money supply, and I care not who makes its laws. But like the longer, more specific quote from Nathan, even this one turns out to be apocryphal. Author G. Edward Griffin did manage to track it down, though. He found that this saying was quoted by Senator Robert L. Owen, former chairman of the Senate Committee on Banking and Currency, and one of the sponsors of the Federal Reserve Act, National National Economy and the Banking System. The quotation could not be verified in a primary reference work. However, when one considers the life and accomplishment of the elder Rothschild, there can be little doubt that this sentiment was, in fact, his outlook and guiding principle. So, you kind of get from that. Are you saying conspiracy theorists don't double check their uh, sources? What? I wanted to throw that one out there. Just yeah, so we do. You mean those basement dwelling journalists don't <laughs> d- double and triple check their sources like well, we, fake news people do? We do the when you do the potty slam. Do, do conspiracy theorists hate conspiracies? Is that it? Could you could you use your, yeah, your famous conspiracy theory, theorists hate conspiracies more than anybody else? <laughs> Yeah. Nobody hates conspiracies like conspiracy theorists. Yeah. There you that, go. There you go. New Adventure. I, I, I trip that out of my mouth. I was like, there's a new, there's, there's a new. <laughs> I don't slide. know if that's so much the key. I think they love conspiracies. They love when they can't be debunked. They love when they can make them like, up. Mm-hmm. And this is, you might be, hold your breath for this one. <gasps> so supposedly, supposedly <laughs> Jack the Ripper, the real killer who has been found out. What? But don't you think that maybe the idea of being constantly finding new clues mm-hmm. would make conspiracy theorists more happy than them actually finding out who the real killer is? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I think I do that too. I think the conspiracy is more important than the truth. Exactly. Oh yeah, definitely. Except it's wrapped in a nice warm truth blanket. If they, I, they wrap themselves in a, like a truth flag that yep. they really don't believe in. Yep. That's why I like. I think I'm going to like this episode more than the first one. Just already going off of that. Oh boy! All right, so I'm not trying to do April's job because she is amazing and she's one of the most important parts of the show. But this next part is it is based off of internet debate. Okay. Which you can kind of fall into. Unless you can do that. (laughs) There's no replacing that. Right. So on the on the website Cora.com, not like my daughter, but Q U O R A dot com. I thought that was a Quora? Quinoa. Quora? I don't know. It just seems Quark is cheese. It seems like the African But you didn't know that it's German cheese. Quartz is a rock. It is. (laughs) Quarter is a form Form of currency. Currency goes to the Rothschilds. Hey, segue. <laughs> Federal Reserve. God damn it. I'm losing my fucking mind, bro. <laughs> segue. So. 
had that on there for like six months. I've nice. never used it. I'm going to go through <laughs> this. I have one more thing that I want to throw to Larry, and this might be testing his finger muscles before we take a break. So here we go. Okay. Cora.com. Q-U-O-R-A.com. A anonymous user asks, are the Rothschild family really as bad as they seem? The first answer comes from Cody Shirk, Explorer Investor. Cody Shirk. But she has a website. Explorer Cody Investor? He's like a pi- Was it Indiana Jones has a Quora account? It's like a pirate with a loan book. <laughs> it's a pirate with a checkbook. <laughs> I'm off to see the real estate. It's like a George Costanza made Dr. up. Dr. Jones. <laughs> It's like George Costanza, the like importer exporter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, Dr. Jones, I find lots of land. I make you very happy for you and your wife. He became Hispanic there for a second. You and your wife, you shut your mouth. I'm not Hispanic. Hero, my favorite van, Van Heron. Okay. <laughs> I I wonder why our Asian listener uh, count is so down. It's not. It's actually really high. <laughs> they so love us in Asia. And we love you too, guys. It's true. You should learn some rent, Chinese. Rent, rent some panties if you got a chance. I believe it's Cantonese. Oh. There's two different dialects. Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I want to show you. You know what? Great, I, great Ryanese. <laughs> I want to show you great American podcasts. <laughs> you know, I do know how to say something in uh, in oh Chinese. What's that? Xie xie ye ye. That means thanks, Grandpa. Yeah. Someone's been watching too much Nihao Kailan. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> There's an episode where she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the other one that you learned? Shit. Yeah. Which means like shit. snow. Yep. Well, shit is that, snow. That one I will remember. <laughs> shit. Would you get on with show? You're talking about Rush Girls. Excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dr. Jones. Pay attention. All right, here we go. So, she, she, Ryan. <laughs> okay. First, here are some facts. Now, fact, according to Cody, the Rothschild family is the founder of our modern day banking system. The, this banking system uses fractional lending, which basically lends out most of the money that a bank customer deposits in the U.S., now, it's not uncommon to lend out 98% of all deposits. If you think about that, then you realize the tremendous power and wealth that banks Ooh. have. The Rothschild, again, fact, the Rothschild family is extremely influential, influential due to their connections from originally founding our modern-day banking system. They were the wealthiest family in the world during the 1800s and are now involved in industries that range from financial services to farming. They also make wine. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Favorite wine, red wine. Red wine. I mean, are, are we? If we're gonna go specific, I don't have to get two. Sport. I've had almost an entire bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. I just want to know for gifts. <laughs> yeah, I like port wines. 
port. Grape wines, any wines. White, white or red? Uh, I prefer white. She doesn't like dry. I actually prefer Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> if you if you really want to give me some wine. Free. Free. Mm-hmm. Um, that also. Yeah. I would say uh, Roscada. Yum. Oh, yeah. I'm a Merlot man. Oh, oh yes. I, I do like a good um, sparkling wine. Too. Yeah, that's I good like too. My, I like my wine with bubbles. Champagne count? I suppose. Sure. Because it's grape. It's just from the Champagne area of France. Yeah. Quick. I love champagne. Quick, quick, oh, did you learn that most. on Good Eats? No, I did not. I just knew, actually knew that. <laughs> I was going to say, quick around the horn, do we all like champagne? Mimosas? Yeah. Oh, oh, I just had that for the first time a couple of years ago. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Um, champagne is a little bit too dry for me. I prefer Prosecco. Okay. Ooh. Prosciutto? Yeah, that's good. Josh. Josh. <laughs> Sparkling ham. <laughs> we actually started a podcast. Bling the pig. So you could take notes from the podcast. So you've got to keep these all as mental notes on what you need to buy your wife down the line. Yep. I already forgot what she said. No, was, you'll hit, hit oh, the prosciutto. 15 second back. Yep. Prosciutto. What? Oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> You I've had like strawberries and cream wine. For those who listen to another show, <laughs> yeah, we learned that Josh loves oatmeal but doesn't have any idea where it is in the house. <laughs> and now I do know. And since recording that, which he breaking is. kayfabe, this is like what four or five days ago. Uh, uh, I've had like four or five bowls of oatmeal. I bet your cholesterol's already dipping. That's right. Yeah, he's been cutting into the stash. So that's quite a stash too, by the way. Yeah. Now that I know where it's at. Yum. Yep. (sighs) Love your wife. Love your life. Okay. So here we go. The Rothschild family is connected to many other very powerful families. This is another fact. The historical family tree of the Rothschild family is difficult to follow, but in a recent marriage between James Rothschild and Nikki Hilton, Nikki Hilton. Yeah. Really? Wow. Heiress of Hilton Hotel. Remember that power couple if I've ever heard one. That was a show. That was a show. Oh god, now she's gonna watch that too. No, I couldn't do uh what was it? Paris knows best. No. I don't know what it was called. So hot. Yeah, that uh hot. was it the the real Nick life Ritchie. or I think it was the real life. With uh Nicole Paris Ritchie. and Nicole Richie, yeah. So hot. I remember they they went to a Walmart and they were like but where do they keep all the walls? Like they thought that you bought walls at Walmart. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had to face palm. What was the yeah. one with, uh, I can't remember the pop singer. She thought chicken. Jessica was, Simpson. Yes. thought Chicken of the sea it was, was real chicken. Goes, but is Underwater it chicken or is it fish? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> chicken with gills. Interesting. <laughs> Another fact, the Rothschild family empire expands well past the banking industry. Farming, mining, art collections, wine, and government positions are just some of the assets their family still controls. I think one of your lights is like... It just became yeah, brighter. It, I've never it, seen it, a light get brighter. No, it's because there's two bulbs up there, and one of them keeps going out and coming back on. Oh, That's a fire hazard. Well, everything in this house is, so, you know, add now, to the list. <clears throat> Cody, the, uh, the writer of this article, says... Now, here are some opinions. In general, many wealthy people are demonized. Now, this is due to various factors that range from jealousy to frustration, but sometimes wealthy people really are just turds. So in regards to the Rothschild family, (laughs) there will always be people who say they're evil and conniving. There will always be people who say that the Rothschilds are out to get money 
and we'll do whatever it takes. Is that true? Maybe they got enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, but maybe they're looking out for their future generations. I mean, the initial Rothschild from 1760 was mm-hmm. when we did our time capsule. He had five sons that he threw out into different countries to start banking industries mm-hmm. based on his ideals. And they could Great have, thinking. And they could have failed. They could have, but they didn't. So, so a lot of people will start to question that because they are not successful people and shit sucks. So let's continue on. So <clears throat> there are literally hundreds of Rothschild descendants and, and Cody, <laughs> good Lord, it's like a clown. And what's interesting because a lot of like, you know, cousin marrying was happening too. Ah, that's why the family tree is hard to follow. It's just a branch. Right. <laughs> truth, truth corner. Yeah. Anybody have a cute cousin that they've been like, fuck, my cousin's kind of cute. Ryan. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> That's great I'm answer. talking, you're, you're heterosexual. I, I, April, you, you're. No. You don't have any cute cousins. No. You never, you never no. been like. I've had friends tell me that I've, I've got a hot cousin. And you're like, excuse me, brother. I'm the skeptic and I will fucking spank your ass. No. No, you wouldn't do that. I don't nice get guy. that. I don't get that whole overprotective. Okay, I'm, I'm, I feel bad asking it now because I feel like everybody kind of like. But do you shot. have a cousin that you? No, 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 no. Josh. I don't. <laughs> well, that's weird. I mean, no, no, no. I oh, was, thanks. I was saying specifically. <laughs> so I, I, I know of a cousin who I, people say. I mean, and I'm, I'm not blind. I can see that she is an attractive. Would person. be attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll be the only one that's. Yeah, I know. I have cousins that are attractive. It's it's not, not saying attracted to him. I'm just yeah. It's not she like you're saying I want to bang him. Yeah, but it's it's recognizing people that are attractive. You sounded like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson when you said recognizing it was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I recognize you're ignorant. <laughs> yeah, it's it, ignorant. It's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, I know it, that that I have cousins, male and female, that are attractive people. We got one sitting right here. Me? No. No, I I meant that mostly just like I'm I'm just curious. I'm not curious. I'm not about to marry anyone. But the I but the idea Yeah, no. This is what makes Pornhub so weird nowadays. I know it's all stepsister, (laughs) stepmother. Your aunt comes over one night. I mean I love my stepmom, but I love my stepmom too, but yeah, that's weird. Mm -mm. So anyway. Now that we got that uh, weirdness out of the way, right into conspiracy. Uh, go to our Twitter handle and tell us mm-hmm. at Conspiracy T Show. Hashtag cousin fucking. Cousin fucking. <laughs> Make it think, people. Let's get it trending. Hashtag 11 toes. Shelby. Actually, I was just reading online. This is sort of an, another show aside, but I forget what state it's in, but someone is petitioning to marry their cousin. Yes, that's true. I saw mm-hmm. that article too. I almost so, said, hey, it's relevant. Oh, God. We like to say I'm that guessing way. it's not Connecticut. I think it's South Carolina. It's, yeah, or something. It's no something. way. <laughs> Are you kidding? By the way, love South Carolina. Great place. And it's also where, where my said cousin lives. Oh, well, there you Interesting. go. Mm-hmm. Does she got a southern draw? No. no. She's from here. Well, she moved there, though. Give Guess I'm not going to be part of the family. <laughs> Red Dead 2019. So, 
I don't really have an. Did he just low key hit on my cousin? I guess. I think so. My bad. Is this the cute <laughs> one? Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, if he, whoa, whoa, whoa. oh my god! If he marries your cousin, well, then we you then we'd tenic- all be cousins. You know, it'd be weird. I mean, in an abstract way, we would all be mm-hmm. family. Yeah, we're we're here for that. We got the cousin podcast where we just sit around, <laughs> we talk about each other's beautiful cousins. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of. Be- <laughs> hey, we're gonna do the toe licking stampede. Hey. <laughs> Who put fire on my Little Caesars pizza box? There was one breadstick left. God damn it. Where's my monster? I need an energy drink. Ah, fuck. Grandpa's sleeping, but he might be dead. Somebody call your little sister. Yeah, the one is a nurse. God damn it. Where'd I put the purple drink? Meemaw and Peepaw are coming over. Clean up that car. Get them cars off them blocks. <laughs> hey, it's me, Uncle oh, Teddy. Oh, great. It's Uncle Teddy. I, uh, oh, jeepers, I'll, Uncle Teddy. Please don't wanted, touch me again. I just wanted to say I'll watch the kids if you want. No. I got no ill intentions. I got Blue's Clues and Dora the Explorer. Bring them all over to Cousin Teddy. Got that one weird cousin that's always got bruises. <laughs> Stairs. Mm-hmm. Got that the cool aunt drinks wine and t- pops Xanax. Hey, where's that football player that your your best friend? But yeah, exactly. She's always hitting on your friends though. Yep. Seventeen. It's just an age. It's just just a, number. a number and a shoe size. That young cousin who walks around with a baby on her hip, smoking mm-hmm. palm alls. Yep. Never wears shoes. Uh huh. But it's a barefoot everywhere she goes. Different baby every day. It's like, how does that even happen? I don't understand. I went into the Dollar General and they were like, hey, you ain't got no shoes on. I said, hey, your floor's clean. There's a baby in a dog crate. (laughs) (laughs) And that's been your cousin hangout. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> the tangents on this show some days. Josh just kind of <laughs> shaking his head. He's like, He's, that happened? He had yep. like a, it's like he went across the street and a truck almost hit him. That He's was like, like what? Five minutes of shaking your head. It's got to be a good workout, actually. <laughs> you check my watch. Yes. <laughs> so, according to Cody, there are literally hundreds of Rothschild descendants, and he'd be willing to bet most of them are very friendly and fun people. In fact, most people in the world, regardless of their background, are friendly and fun. I don't really have an opinion. And this kind of falls into what Larry was saying. Yeah. Like, one of them's got to be a cool, probably like a top What do they player. have to be pissed off about? Right. What could they possibly be angry about? Well, let me ask you guys this. <laughs> oh when I said if you were part of the Rothschild family or had that type of money, even just thinking about it, didn't it kind of feel like your financial woes kind of like oh, lifted yeah. off your yes. shoulders? Yeah. If I we mean, were all Rothschilds, children, Roth, say, if we were all Roth's children, I would want us to have like live in a compound. <laughs> all three of the, us would have like houses mm-hmm. that are near each other and we'd have one community pool and lazy mm-hmm. rivers that we'd went from our houses it. down to the pool. See, now so, you're getting inventive and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, 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 Aaron and I the other day were talking about this like 
this summer I want to go to a place that has a lazy river. Yes. And I just, that's all I want to do. That's, yeah, that's goals. It has lazy in the name. Float down the river, smoke CBD with a little cup holder full of like a cocktail or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just fucking stare at the sun with the shades. Mm -hmm. It's just orange juice, I swear. Treasure Island is the only one I can think of around here. Pleasure Island? You remember Splash Family Water Park? 28th Street right behind the art van. Local. I yeah. know it's a big local poll, but god damn, I love oh, that place. Yeah. You want another local poll? Hills Department Store. <laughs> god, we're showing we, the age card so hard. This, I got another local poll. <laughs> okay. Taco Bell. I got another local poll. <laughs> Studio 28. You miss that place so much. Everybody oh, misses that. that. Theater One. They threw mm-hmm. everything at that at the end. They were like, we'll sell you liquor. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll sell you guns. Come <laughs> down. Here's a kid we found in the lost and found. <laughs> Sorry, that's mine. <laughs> oh, I'll never have a kid. Oh, there goes my child. It's definitely the slide whistle player's <laughs> illegitimate son from his one. It wasn't really my child, but my, my ex left and she went out for smokes and never came back. Don't send me to Uncle Teddy's house. All right, continuing on. So we have to cover some stuff. Okay. So, now, after learning about the banking system and how much of our modern day financial infrastructure works is often alarming to people learning for the first time, which is probably why so many conspiracy theorists come out of this. I mean, anything to deal with like that kind of major amounts of money mm-hmm. is just terrifying. It's like, I, I mean, wonder if it's a reflection of how, what they would do if they had that much money and power. Mm-hmm. I would think so. Like, I mean, I guess that's what makes serial killers so scary is when you hear about how, how horrendous their crimes are. And then you, I think, I think honestly, most of us, regardless of what they do, we put ourselves in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even when we covered Gacy, I, I kept putting myself in his shoes, and I'm like... The squeaky oh. shoes? <laughs> well, no. That's why I probably got drunk that episode, because I was fucking nervous. And that ep- honestly, that was rough. Covering somebody like that, and I didn't want to talk about the crimes. Like, mm-hmm. it, those crimes are so horrific. And, like, the couple times that it came up during the episode, like, it really bothers me. Like, it's just, honestly, that's why... Yes, we are a dark podcast, but mm-hmm. honestly, like we're still human beings. Truth, truth be told, that's why I padded the Franklin cover up episode so much. Mm-hmm. And padded it? You padded that? Yeah, you I, wouldn't let me use the song I wanted at the end of that. I, I remember Larry and I during that recording looking at each other and cringing. Ten Nugents, vivid- dude, you guys both looked like you were on death's doorbed I, when I finished like talking brutal. about his testimony. In fact, I vividly remember Larry and I both saying, "Like, yeah, there's we can't even joke about it. There's no joke." It's hard to like six times. You guys both said that, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that. Yeah, I wasn't there for that episode. You'd be glad you were. Yeah, yeah, you'd have you'd have gone into a dark place. Well, I do have an episode coming down the line that I'm working on. Oh boy, that is. Revisiting oh, Michael Jackson. Brutal. No, it's not Michael Jackson. It's actually a historical episode, but we'll talk about that one later. It's rough and it's local. So anyway, 
Now, like I said, this the, uh, Cody didn't have a uh, example or an opinion on the family, the Rothschilds. Although he learned about the financial infrastructure and how it works and how it was alarming to people. And it's much more complicated than you'd think. However, if you know how it works, you are then much further ahead in creating a wealthy and successful life for yourself. Now, he writes about this several times a week, and there's a link, and I can post this if people are interested. I don't write about the Rothschild family except for this one time. Anyway, so Morgan E. Mayfair says, and this is a retired nurse, says, ask yourself, who we and they are in the following statements. If we quote, if we get caught, they will replace us with the persons of the same cloth. So it doesn't matter what you do. America is a golden calf and we will suck it dry, chop it up and sell it off piece by piece until there's nothing left. But the world's biggest welfare state and then, and that we will create and control. Why? Because it's God's will and America is big enough to take the hit so we can do it again and again and again. This is what we do to countries that we hate. We destroy them very slowly and make them suffer for refusing to be our slaves. Unquote. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu. That's pretty deep, though. Lord Rothschild discusses Cousins' crucial role and miracle Balfour declaration. We certainly isn't Israel, which would be swept away by its neighbors if it wasn't for U.S. help. And this is only... Wow. (laughs) And this is only the tip-top, tippity-top of the iceberg. They hide well, but not well enough for anyone serious about research. And they own the mainstream media, not directly, never directly. If you knew the full extent of their crimes... It would grieve you for years, but maybe even worse. Uh, A fellow named Tom Cuban says, we were actually once hired by a Rothschild family member and had great pleasure working with them. They hired us to build a website for a Jewish private school, all donated by them. The Jewish school, though it was private school, was accepting of a lot of Jewish kids for no cost. Again, from donation money from the Rothschild family. So in fact, not only the Rothschild had paid us generously for their website we created for the school, but also gave money on a regular basis to the school itself. Wow. So families with low income could send their kids to the private exclusive Jewish school, who teaches Hebrew and Torah, among other. Our experience with the Rothschild was nothing but pleasant, very intelligent, very direct, and very helpful. There's a reason why this family is so su- su- successful. Sorry. Successful. <laughs> Successful. Successful. They are focused and know how to judge people and companies, know how to trust, know who to work with. Once they trust you, they go ahead. Say they're bankers. Of course, they have a good idea of who they can trust. And much like that, they're also like actors. Every single one of the famous actors who are still thriving today, all directors cite them as like super pleasant. All the supporting actors who I'm friends with almost, you know, probably. 10% 10% of them on Facebook or have talked to them. Even the guy that was in the Revenant who's from Grand Rapids, who was actually, I delivered his mail on my route. He literally told me, by the way, Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the coolest guys on the planet, yeah. took me out, hung out. Why Brad wouldn't Pitt. he be? Amazing. Whoops. <laughs> Tornadoes. Tornadoes. Tom Cruise. 
everybody says he's amazing. I mean, these big guys, mm-hmm. they're dudes. Like it's, I think the only time that people have any issues with them is when they're bum rushing them in the middle of their dinner, demanding oh, an autograph good for you. Yeah. Like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I've heard that guy's an asshole. Yeah. I have yep. too. But anyway, so because didn't he have like a cell phone video of him berating his mom mm-hmm. and his sister? Yeah, okay, yeah. that was him. Yep. God damn it, Christian Bale. Oh, good for you. Good for you, <laughs> you dick weed. Still like Batman. I still, oh yeah, Batman you still. Michael like Ke- the art, hate Ke- the artist. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton's my Batman. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. George Clooney's my Batman. He's like the nipples. <laughs> I did. It was all about the nipples. No, oh, I understand that. So now I mentioned that there, the this person's experience with the Rothschild was pleasant. Mm-hmm. They're very intelligent, very direct, very helpful. Once they trust you, they bring you into their inner circle. You're all right. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and they got a lot of referrals for future clients. Nice. So they treated him great. People love to hate and make up stories about rich people. But in fact, that all the Rothschild that exists nowadays were not really involved in the initial process of creating all their fortune. They were just born into it and tried to do the best in order to utilize the money and connections they have and keep it running, keep it coming. So they never lose what they have and keep using their influence and power to go good in this world the way they see it right. I I doubt they will ever risk their name. Uh, excuse me, sorry. Their name or their money to do evil or something illegal. Why would they? Another million or ten would not change their life. Exactly. It's all business. Mm-hmm. Now, in regards to the first person answers, this is coming from Paul Sandberg, and we're going to take a break after this. <sighs> Paul Sandberg says, I'll break it down simply. The Rothschilds aren't one of the richest. The house of Rothschild is the richest family in the world. Though they appear not to be as rich as they seem, their net worth is roughly $500 trillion. Now, again, this is just a commenter on a blog. Mm-hmm. They because find- he can look at all their bank accounts Right. They financed every war since the Revolutionary War, playing sides. Moving what does on. it say? War in the war, the space where it says memo. Right. <laughs> war is the most po- profitable business, though as evil as it may sound, Amschel Mayor Bauer, who later changed his surname to Rothschild after the red pentagram that hung in the front window of his own investment bank, later formed in Frankfurt. Germany, which means red light. He later sent his five sons to live in five different countries in Europe. However, his son, Nathan, was sent to Britain to eventually take over the Central Bank of England. Many believe that the Central Bank is owned by and was established as a corporate body by royal charter under the Bank of England Act of 1694, which is partly true. It became the second city state, which the District of Columbia joined in 1982. This three-city empire is called Empire of the City, Vatican City, the inner city of London, and the District of Columbia, which we all know and love. Each city-slash-state has a function. The Act of 1871 officially made the U.S. a corporation. It also goes by the name the Organic Act of 1871. This royal charter was established before Nathan Rothschild was sent to England to establish ownership of the central bank and after Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo. 
There was an inside tip that the lead, the lead other important bankers to worry, which, <clears throat> sorry, there was an inside tip that the, that led other important bankers to worry, which led to the win for Britain, but loss of complete control over the central bank. The same tactic was used during the, dec- the depression of 1929 when JP Morgan gave a false tip on both fronts of the investment banking system, as well as the commercial banks. Many people don't know that J.P. Morgan was a lieutenant of the Rothschild family. According to this commenter, I'm a biographer of the Rothschilds and the family family lineage. I'll leave you with this quote: "Quote, I care not who makes the laws as long as I control the money." Unquote. Amschel Meyer Rothschild, which a lot of people upvoted. With yeah, no source. You know what? I'm going to read one more before we take a break. Because this one sounds like us. This is coming from Wee Shen, who's a... Oh, Wee Shen. <laughs> yep. So far, so good. <laughs> yep. Wee Shen, we love rice. <laughs> Josh, you're doing this on your own, buddy. But I love it. <laughs> and who really takes comparison very seriously? I'm not gonna do it all the time. <laughs> they are theories, ideas that have never been proven true, and only feed people who have a negative disposition about the world and everything in it. Most use the negative position to hide or use it as an excuse for their lack of success. Would the Rothschild family even become one-third as wealthy as they are if they came from a negative thinking position? No. If they did think of the jobs and institutions that would have would not have been created that are the backbone of North America. To make money, you need to you need money and opportunity. There was lots of opportunity in the original Rothschild Day. And the patriarch grabbed and used that opportunity and built their wealth just as the Clintons, Kennedys, Bush families did. Big business is never completely clean. There's always someone who gets crushed in the movement of progress. And that's true. Yep. It's constantly true. Mm -hmm. At the moment, we are in the middle of a swing with big business using robots. The middle income and labor positions are being lost. Young adults can't get jobs because the jobs that were there when their parents were around are no longer. Either gone from progress or technology advances are gone because manufacturing went to third world countries starting in the 1970s. That's 40 years of depletion of jobs. These wealthy families are the only ones who have built the original infrastructure of North American society that still keep our two countries alive and in world positions. So listening to negative theories and ideas compared to the multi-positives these families like the Rothschilds have done needs more consideration. In fact, your job is probably created from one of these wealthy family structures. Try and trace that theory. Who really supplies the money and gives you your job? That's interesting theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we'll say one more thing before we take a break. When covering something like this, I'm always kind of blown away by the blowback. This one had more negative connotations to it than I've 
ever seen anything mm-hmm. we've ever covered. And there's mm-hmm. probably somebody who's listening to us getting mad. And to you, I say, have a Twix and a fucking, or a Coke and a smile. There you go. Have a Twix, too. Yeah. Only the left one, though. I'm a right Twix guy. Breathe deep, monster. And just think about it. Here's the deal, man. Life's hard. Yep. We're not in a third world country. When we say we're poor, we're We're, not a kid who literally could have it better off if he was in prison. Our poor is richer Mm -hmm. than like (laughs) anywhere. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Our poor are like, my iPhone doesn't work. (laughs) Or my toilet got clogged. I left the plunger upstairs. (laughs) Or I can't afford fiber network super grade Wi-Fi. (laughs) I can only get a hundred G's or whatever. I mean, it's it's, actually the amount of the G's diversely. (laughs) It is grossly different in this country, whereas it is overseas. Mm -hmm. There are places. There's bad places here. Oh, yeah, there are Chirac. Yes. Which is a place that is near to my heart. And I wish them peace. I I want Mm -hmm. things to calm down. But, you know, we have to get a hold on that. Unfortunately, it's been shot to hell. And I fucking, I don't even think we can cover that on this show without me just fucking throwing the mic on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are places in this world where things are hard. And I found more people in this country against these type of capitalistic ventures these 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 people like when i and i i did this too when i found out that amazon was paying nothing in taxes and having like a huge profit this yeah. last year 11 billion 700 million yeah just i just saw it the other day which is rough but at the same time that's capitalism he also created one of the greatest companies that this country well, has ever seen a lot of people seen. with jobs mm mm-hmm. mhm is also and a lot of jobs that created because of those like there's you have Amazon, you got the people who work for Amazon, then you got the people who make the boxes for Amazon, then you got the people who ship the boxes for Amazon, then you got the people who deliver the boxes for <coughs> it trickles weight. It always comes down to the mm-hmm. question of do you want your smartphone or not? Mm-hmm. Do you want your do you want Amazon mm-hmm. or not? Do you want Netflix or not? Do you want to be able to Google things or not? Well, if you really hate it that much, give it up. Give yep. it up. Try going without it for a week. Oh, God, how where am I going to go order my toilet paper online, Ryan? Um, I heard that you can go to wish.com, but I guess like 80% <laughs> of it is dildos. So. All right, we're oh, going to take so a true. break. When we come back, we're going to get into more of it in the segment, you know and love. Who's hot, who not? Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flop, who pop the blue drop, who juice got pop, who mostly goes down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp. Can't stop till I see my name on the blimp. Guarantee me yourself, call a double up. You don't believe I'm all the world, nigga, double up. We'll play around, it's a bet, lay it down. Niggas didn't know me 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem nigga with the Goldie sound. Can't no PG, niggas hold me down. Cooter, school me to the Game. Now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like booty. True pimp, nigga, spin no dough on the booty. Yeah, 
Second segment time. It's time to get down on the things you know and love. So going down on the things you know and love. That's what I do. Right at 2019. Hey, by the way, throw that hashtag up there on Twitter. I want to see it. Doesn't fucking? Mm-mm. Oh. Red Dead 2019. Ah, okay. It's hard to keep our hashtags. You can do hashtag skeptic. You do hashtag mommy. Aluma mommy. You need to hashtag be- the beard. Team Larry. <laughs> like Team Larry, Team April, Team Joshua. Mm-hmm. Or Josh. That'd be a first. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, the Thunderbirds said the road. Somebody's getting evil. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've been talking about the Rothschilds. What do you guys think so far? Where are we at right now? Do you think you've... you've, you've it's a little you, early for a verdict. No, I understand that. But I'm saying, like, do we get a sense of who they are? Yeah, you've beaten us over the heads with them. I apologize. And I get, get it. You have to, but... No. I, I, I You know, Federal Reserve, bank fund, banks funding wars... Were they there at the right time? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Some people swear on a stack of Bibles that they know for a fact that these people are literally the globalists here to destroy us. Like if it wasn't them, there'd be some other last name you'd be mad at. Right. Damn Andersons. It's like the family that has all the things and you're just like, those fucking those fuckers. Thompsons. You know he's fucking someone on the side too. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, they're like the happiest, most you know, Dude, greatest <laughs> family ever. Yeah. Married for fifteen years. Like the one, the house next door comes up and is like, "Will you buy some Girl Scout cookies?" They buy like twelve packs and like could have bought thirteen. And then they go don't <laughs> they go and donate it to like a, a, you know the poor. Every right. every morning they wake up to wake me up before you go. They go. wake up, mm-hmm. they exercise together. Yep. Don't drink ever. Uh, nope. nope. I don't know what it's like to wake up as a red dead. But don't judge you for it either. No, right. they don't. No. And you hate them. And I come they're to the so bu- good. I come to the bus stop and I'm fucking shake. My arm's shaking as I'm drinking my coffee. Mm-hmm. And and he's just like, <laughs> morning, Ryan. How's it going? <laughs> hey, buddy. Catch that game last night. And I'm like. No, no. no I, was, I was watching YouTube videos. Joe Rogan no, was, was talking jerk, with I, Alex Jones. It was I, don't great. Know, I jerked off, rolled rolled around the blanks to dry off, and fell asleep. <laughs> I like you, Ryan. You want to play board games next yeah, Sunday? Exactly. Like motherfucker. Bring that Marty guy. I love him. <laughs> uh, Hi, Marty. Hi, Marty. <laughs> don't worry. Season three. Anyway, I'm feeling a little parched. Mm-hmm. I think I might need some pop. Culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic boom. I want my VH1. This is soothing. I almost don't want it to end. I don't. Feels like if I were an NFL owner, this is the music I'd be playing during my hand massage. <laughs> I, would yep. pl- I would play this if I was in one of those, um, what do they call them, like anti-sensory tubes where it's just water I, and it's dark. Is that where they put your money in the bank? No. The tube. They go, 
Yeah, it's <laughs> maybe. No. All I think right. We got guys. our tubes crossed. Our tubes are tied. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer. No, that's great. No more kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a few things for you guys, and I'm Shooting sure there's blanks. more out there. Um, but the first thing I have here is a 2018 film called Den of Thieves, which is, quote, a gritty crime saga which follows the lives of an elite unit of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and the state's most successful bank robbery crew as, as the outlaws plan a seemingly impossible heist on the Federal Reserve Bank. The film stars Gerard Butler. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Suddenly I'm interested. I've heard of him. (laughs) Fantastic in um, uh, Phantom of the Opera. He's in that, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Whoa. (laughs) If you can get Ryan to stop paying attention to his phone. Yeah, yeah. don't you guys yell at me? I'm pulling up five-star shout-outs. I'm just trying to make sure everything is flowing cohesively. (laughs) Great. Now I feel guilt. I'm not going to fucking... Whatever wrestlers fucking blogosphere. Alex, Alexa Bliss. Net. Alexa Bliss nip slip dot com. Wait, that's a site? I don't know. And do I care? No. Okay. Uh, this also has Pablo Schreiber. Oh, yeah. Um, Maria Schreiber's cousin. Okay. Oh, sh- O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, Ice Cube's son. Yep. Who played him in the uh, the movie? Yeah, I got to see him. he and he's touring with him. Nice. I really? got to see him live. A really good rapper yeah. too. Nice kid. Apparently got all his dad's uh, talent. Talent because and another um, well older um, rapper now fifty cent. Ah yes, with the exchange rate, he's now thirty six cent. <laughs> No matter what, I snicker at that joke I know. every time. I've heard it like three times since we started this in 2016. It's mm-hmm. it, it Still ages funny. well. It does. Ages well, but not like the uh, currency. Uh, the Mad Money from 2008. Is that uh, that guy with that, that Mad Dog Kramer or whatever? The money? Never mind. Uh, drinks nothing but Mad Dog 2020. No, he's no, like April. a... Are you talking about the guy that goes on that show and yells? Yeah, the guy yells about money and yeah. he's bald and got a beard. That's mad money. Mad money. Oh, yeah. okay. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. Well, this is mad money. Uh, it's the three, movie. Great. Yeah. <laughs> three female employees of the Federal Reserve plot to steal money that is about to be destroyed, which I can understand. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. They're going to destroy it. This stars Diane Keaton, mm. Ted Danson, all right, Katie Holmes, okay, Adam Rothenberg, uh, good and, luck, and Queen Latifah. Wow, Love it's her. like a, it's like a, the who's who of early two thousands, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's kind of what I. Although that movie, uh, I saw the rating was kind of was around the two and a half to three stars out of five, so. But you know, it what? would be one of those. It's Sunday afternoon and it's on, and yeah, probably would be fun. I'm to watch. flipping through channels and it's on FX. And you're like, oh shit, Ted dancing. Yeah, <laughs> if you watch it, you're like, that was that was, was okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday hangover movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I want to say that before I go into this, I knew I've known for a while that we were going to eventually tackle this subject. Now, because of that, I've 
been waiting a long time to talk about this specific thing. And I brought up this before, but it's more than ever more prevalent to talk about this game series. Metal Gear. Now, the premise of the... I was waiting for that. The premise of the entirety of the Metal Gear series, each one kind of has its own story, but there's there's like one giant story between all the games. Now, how does this tie into the the Rothschild family? It's it's pretty much based on that. Uh, except instead of being called the Rothschild family, it's uh, they're called the Patriots. Originally called the Cipher, was originally formed in 1970 as the reorganized version of the American Philosophers. Nerd! Now, what's interesting is that the the Patriots have a massive sum of money called the Yeah, they're one of the best football teams of all time. <laughs> that's that's true. Ah, that fuck, true. I love Tom Brady, bro. <laughs> Mark, what are you doing oh, here? Oh, Mark. God damn it, Mark's here. Oh, my gosh. He brought his funky bunch. Woo. <laughs> Sprayed too much axe. Do you think did. that's what he calls his balls? The funky bunch, yeah. Marky Mark is the dick and the, fun- the funky I bunch I think the, the whole balls. package is the funky bunch. Thank I think he's Mark, and he calls oh, Dick call Marky, Marky Mark. Mark. Oh, I get you now. Yeah, okay. Like, hey, this is Marky Mark, and there's the Funky Bunch. It's like, you want to take a walk on the wild side? <laughs> that was a song I ripped off and made my own. <laughs> Ever seen my third nipple? <clears throat> he has a third nipple? Yeah. I also mm-hmm. like to beat up Korean people. Ah, fuck, bro. I got fun. a third nipple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interestingly enough... Uh, in the, the game series, the this group, they come across a m- massive, massive sum of money called the Philosopher's Legacy. And I saw the Harry Potter movie. Mm, one point Gryffindor. And what's interesting is that this group, which originally... And uh, the, the me- fans of Metal Gear will recognize some of these names. And I, I tr- I'm going to try and not spoil much here. But the founding members are people from the Metal Gear 3 game. Um, Zero, Ocelot, Big Boss, um, Ava, and the Paramedic, and Signet. Now, what's interesting is they come across this money, and ultimately, they start taking control of... At first, it's like the United States, and then ultimately, the world. And what's insane to me is in the in Metal Gear 2 at one point you have to save the president and he actually makes this statement about how the the presidency it's just you're just a puppet how the the world itself is actually controlled by organizations that are ultimately mm. ran by the patriots and so Such a unique thought and what they in the end up doing in the later in the series is they have this chemical, they do chemical um what's it called? Like they, MK Ultra style? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and it, to, to create the like ultimate soldiers by doing testing on them. And what's ah, intra- fuck, Bo, somebody cut cheese in here. What's really cool is that by doing this testing they have a thing where people cannot actually say anything about the group itself, the Patriots, because that's like, it's it's hard to explain. So whenever, and I know you guys are going to laugh about this. Nerd! 
if somebody tries to say anything about the Patriots and who they are, their mouth, instead of saying the Patriots, they say la le lu le lo. Oh, it's like a weird like MK Ultra spell. Essentially. Yeah. No, I think that's... I don't think that's... Dude, I think you assume that like you're going to get the nerd button a lot, but I appreciate... Like, pop I culture, held back. Pop culture is <laughs> great, and I think that this is like... Can't mention the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's this, it's, and there's so much more to this. Obviously, I can't talk for four hours about oh, this story God. of Metal Gear. <laughs> Josh, I've always you- said that Metal Gear, I think, is one of the best stories in video games. I know, period. You've told the same Metal Gear story like eight times. Not this one. <laughs> no, you didn't. But I'm saying, I think you could almost do your own Metal Gear podcast. You could almost probably. do a video game podcast. Patreon.com. <laughs> so, again, I'm, I'm just going to say for the one billionth time, according to Larry, nerd! Play Metal Gear. It's yeah. one of the best stories I've ever seen. I think even Larry would attest that he would enjoy that. It's fun. I've played it, sure. Play Metal Gear. And that's been your pop culture. I feel satiated, but I'm curious about the inner interwebs. I want to know things about Yahoo and what the answers are. Yahoo! I'm going to keep Yahoo answers brief tonight. Um, I only really have one question and one answer that I found, but it really piqued my interest and I I found it um, enlightening Mm -hmm. and I thought you guys might be interested in knowing this too. Uh, This, and keep in mind, this question was asked seven years ago. So there's, it's a bit dated. Um, I'm not sure if the answer to this question is as relevant now as it was seven years ago. So just keep that in the back of your mind. 2012. This person asked, how many countries do not have a Rothschild-owned or controlled central bank? Ooh, good question. And there's only one answer that really um, explained it well, and that is from Claddy Mary. I I don't know. Interesting. She wrote, interesting question. Pretty much every single nation has a central bank either owned, controlled, or heavily manipulated by Rothschild. As of the year 2000, there were only seven or eight countries without a Rothschild-owned or controlled central bank. They are, or rather were, Afghanistan, Iraq, Sudan, Libya, Cuba, North Korea, Iran, and possibly Syria. Ah, all lovely places to live. Yeah. Then along came the totally coincidental, of course, terror of 9-11, and soon Iraq and Afghanistan had been added to the list, leaving only five countries without a central bank owned by the Rothschild family, Sudan, Libya, Cuba, North Korea, Iran, and Syria. We all know how fast the central bank of Benghazi was set up by those very clever rebels. The only countries left in 2011 without a central bank owned by the Rothschild family are Cuba, North Korea, and Iran. Speculation has Move it, there, then. Speculation has it that Cuba has succumbed, though I am not sure. Of course, it is just a coincidence that these nations are the next target. Ha-kiss! Peace, brother. 
Interesting. Do you want to live there? That's my question. (laughs) Right. Like you make it sound like there's some sort of utopia for greatness. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think I saw what they were getting at here. Think about the time frame and all the the wars that we've had Mm -hmm. with these places. Mm -hmm. I I, I see what they were going for. And that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that you threw that out there because that is something to think about. Mm Mm-hmm. Before we get into our next, next segment. Tasty little nugget of information to non. He threw it himself. <laughs> Choked on it. Right. That's been your Yahoo Answers. I feel like I'm watching a Charlie Brown movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's the other one. It's like three dances they do. Question. Yes. We mentioned nuggets there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite dipping sauce for chicken nuggets? Mm. Sweet and sour. I'm going to guess April's is honey. Mm-hmm. Mine's barbecue. And yours is sweet and sour. Yep. So we've, we've done, done this, this one before and I remember them all. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted some nuggets. Actually, to be fair, I only like McDonald's nuggets and honey. Otherwise, I go for either honey mustard or... There are uh, no other good nuggets. Well, little... Wendy's has good spicy nuggets. <clears throat> little side mm. tangent. Can't tonight. say I ever go for the nuggets there. Mm. You should. Okay. Okay. It's worth it. Tonight, me and one of my best friends, Larry, went out for dinner before we came here. And I had the Parmesan garlic wings. He did. And I always choose to get the bones because I appreciate uh, like the carnivore mm-hmm. The gnawing. Uh, yeah. The fact that it hasn't been prefabbed right so they asked me what would you like would you like blue cheese or ranch and i said ranch ranch yeah oh <laughs> said it with immediacy too <laughs> ranch ranch yeah it was kind of a yell ranch god damn it <laughs> don't yell at me sir <laughs> sir but, what do you uh, want to drink ranch curious <laughs> no it was too hearted uh, no nobody was surprised. was surprised. We said if we were we were a cult, it wouldn't be Kool Aid. It'd be it'd too be too hearted. Yep. Um, I want to mention though, right off the top, I did not use any of the ranch. Now with that Parmesan garlic, it's already pretty saucy and yeah. oh my god, it, it looked like it. It looked like they gave me like chicken wings covered in gravy, <laughs> and I was just like peeling them out of the Parmesan garlic, mm. just like. I haven't had wings in so long. It sounds so 75 good. cents a wing Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm. That's why that's why I when I saw that I was like I was going to go with the salad but fuck nope. it, which is what I went with. And it looked delicious though. It was a good very good salad. Yeah, no, we actually Anyway, with blue cheese crumbles on. Mm-hmm. I'm in. It's great. We we need to do a full podcast uh hangout before yes. an episode. Oh yeah, we could do it there too, but yeah. But yeah, guys, mm-hmm. it's time. It feels like it feels like that. You know those periods when you when you have a poop coming, and then you have to wait a little bit longer because it's just not coming out right. Yeah, suck it back in when you do a two parter <laughs> episodes. Because <laughs> it's time for a fucking verdict. In one corner. Four podcasters who would tell you what the best reality show to watch on Prime TV is. Rock of Love. Rock of Love. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, actually, that's too mentally. Uh, well, actually, there's a live corn concert on. Corn. It should be. Called- I almost said corn YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan, they call it Corn Hub. Corn Hub. <laughs> that's what their fan page is. Welcome to Corn Hub. All corn, all the time. Corn Hub. <laughs> This is Adidas. Although at their age right now, it's creamed corn. <laughs> With the backwards R. Yep. So anyway. Uh, always. And a K. Yeah. <laughs> creamed with a K. Uh-huh. Someone make a label. Yeah, would you please? Del Monte's creamed corn. Which is actually. That's what they sound like. You actually have a better impersonation of the Crash Bandicoot thing, because I I was doing I was listening to him doing the audio file, and I was like, Josh is way better than me, because I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I look like oh god, yeah, oh that, I look like oh god. Oh yeah, we're doing a verdict. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for podcasters, you know, love, love and trust. We are always going to be there for you. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash patreon.com slash City Media Podcast. We're going to weigh in on these Roth trials. Mm-hmm. We have to ask ourselves realistically, do we think Ooh. these people are as evil as people say? Ooh. Do we think they're a part of these crimes. Do we think they finance these wars? Do we realistically think they're 400 oh, trillionaires oh, 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 or whatever oh. some people might think? And I'm going to go to you, my Poop. man on the left. Poop. The lunch lady, when I was in like fourth grade, always <laughs> called me Mr. Poop. <laughs> what? Yeah. Strict. Not a far stretch. Oh, hey, hey, Mr. Poop, are you going to have a PB&J today? You know, like, no, my cousin over there, he poops with his shirt off. And I'm like, what? Oh, I can't get over that poop clip. <laughs> it's, so per- it's my favorite thing. Perfectly pronounced. It really is. Poop? Like, just think, right? Of all the words he's mispronounced and for the most perfectly well said word to be... Fucking poop. Poop. <laughs> poop. I can't even take it. I'm crying. Poop. Poop. <laughs> poop. If you're a fan of this show, you know I can say the word poop. Poop. <laughs> if we were to let this go, poop. April will, like cry laugh for like three minutes. Poop. Oh, we got to <laughs> All right. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Poop. <laughs> okay. Poop. God damn it. <laughs> Poop. Fool me once. Shame on me. Wait, that's not how that goes. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. This family. There's a lot of things I do not buy. Uh,. In the first episode, we brought up how... There's a lot people, of things they buy, though. We, it was... Ryan brought up how people <laughs> are saying that they financed uh, Hitler because of the 
the thing that they use for the um, tagging the Jews. <laughs> you talking about UPC codes? No, what was the thing for the that they supposedly financed? Uh, IBM. Okay. Yeah. Just because they finance something doesn't mean that they are the ones that are like, yeah, you're managers. Uh, oh, we like this. Uh, well, I mean, look that at that was an amazing <laughs> Korean accent <laughs> you just did. I mean, it's it's no, it's like saying oh, that man. Albert Einstein is the reason why nuclear weapons came to be. Well, just because but I'm saying somebody, you don't place the blame of the the. the I I the place the blame on, on the people that use it for the yeah. nefarious means. Mm-hmm. Now. I also know that people are very jealous of rich people. Shit. I wish I was a millionaire. Uh, but the thing is, anytime someone becomes rich, all of a sudden they become bad people. And so for that reason, do I think the Rothschild family is evil? No, I don't. I think that they were, they were very bright individuals, and they have been since the uh, 1700s when they decided, hmm... We, if we have this, uh, if I take my sons and separate them out, and we have the money to have these these banks to gain interests, we can build a lot of wealth. You can build a lot of wealth mm-hmm. very quickly under the same name. They're smart, and people are just jealous they didn't think of it first. Yep. So, no, I don't think. I think maybe, and uh, you said that they've done great things for different charities. No, so I I don't see any reason why is why they're evil. Interesting. April? Poop? <laughs> no. They're fine. <laughs> okay. Larry? Poop? <laughs> I found her weakness. <laughs> that is a great clip. It Poop? threw me up on one episode because you started playing it and I was like... <laughs> Poop. That, and what's funny is that's the Atlantis episode. That's where I was trying to like read the name of like mm-hmm. a family or something, and I was just like, "Poop." <laughs> so there's a like a big question mark on the end of that poop. What do you poop. think, Larry? Uh, yeah, I, I don't see how they're. I mean, if it wasn't them, it would be someone else. Um, I think that's some. A and point I think a lot of, yeah. A lot of, like he was saying, jealousy. People wish they were millionaires, but guess what? Wishing ain't going to make you a millionaire. Going out and doing the work. Mm-hmm. And even then, that's not even a guarantee. You need a lot of luck and a lot of right time, right place, and a lot of startup money. Mm-hmm. But you, so, ah, yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just a bunch of poop. <laughs> My thing with this is that. I feel like, yes, right place, right time. I think timing-wise, sometimes you can be that person that does something and just, like, integrates yourself so well into th- the way that the, trage- the trage- ugh, trajectory... The trajectory? No, trajectory is moving. The way, that the, the way that the country's moving. I think a lot of it has to do with just being there at the right moment, at the right time, at the right place. It's like that book, Gun, Germs, and Steel. They talk about like the countries that advanced farther than other countries, basically based on resources. What's the saying? Like preparation and when preparation and hard work meet luck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great add add to that because a lot of that is what I think happened with the Rothschilds. Right place, 
right time. And none of these things, these nefarious acts, have been proven. Right. Look, I get why you don't like the Federal Reserve. I get it. And part of me wants to question the idea of a private bank owning our nation's credit. Right. And I think the national debt is insane. But I think we have to go after the people that are actually involved. I can't I don't think it's a romanticized version. I don't think you can just place it on blame on this long-standing bloodline. I think a lot of it has to do with people at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And that's not exactly what you're seeing with the Rothschilds. And we're not paid by them. We have like literally 5,000 people that listen to us weekly. And it has nothing to do with this. Specifically. It's our com- It's a comedy show, for fuck's sake. Mm. We all got, you know, half of us have a little bit of a buzz. We're all sitting around the kitchen I mean, studio just trying to make each other laugh. So, hoop. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's just hard for me to get... To, I don't know. This one really fucking destroyed me because a part of me really wants to think that maybe this is as bad as as it may seem but I don't have the proof so my verdict is is just that and that's been it you know it kind of reminds me of the the song by Prince called poop pop life like old poop life poop life um just the line that <laughs> Not everyone can be on top. Mm. It's. Yeah. It seems glamorous, but we can't all be there. Someone else is going to be and other people are just born to be naturally. Poor and living. A. Crappy life. No, I agree. I think that. It's it's uh, there's so much dis- that was something I brought up last episode, but there's a lot of disparity between the one percent and like the the poor, mm-hmm. and um, you know capitalism is a thing. I don't know if you want things to go the other way. I don't know if you want a socialistic government with with all of us living on a basic wage, or some of us not even working and making a basic wage. Like that's just terrifying to me. And I'm not trying to get into politics. I'm not trying to focus on that, but that all that stuff, like I, I, I'm like any other natural, rational human being trying to like ponder, like what's the future going to be like for my kids. And, and these things worry me. I think about them daily. So without getting too fucking down in the dumps, how about we do a quizzical? Let's get quizzical, quizzical. Alrighty, we're gonna do songs about money. Ooh. It's been a while since we've done the quizzical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because the last time I cut him off, my bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doctor left a message the other day. He's like, "Let's get physical, physical." Okay, that bombed. Who recorded <laughs> Money Talks? Oh. Seriously, you guys don't need hints for this? Oh my god. Can't I, you just plug your brain in and figure out who 
wrote Money Talks? Or is your brain battery powered? ACDC. It is correct. Uh, next time, use your name, but you are correct. Thank First you. Sorry, I was so April. excited that I finally caught on to all those hints. Who <laughs> boy? I feel so stupid. Well, uh, question number two: Take the money and run is by the Eagles. Ryan, that's incorrect. <laughs> Seriously, looks like we forgot to play quiz. How to play quizzical? Yeah, boy, this is a delicious beer. I bet you Steve would like this. Josh, Josh, Steve Miller. God, I had to like (laughs) dangle it right in front of his face. April one, Josh one, Ryan. How you doing? How you doing, dude? (laughs) Question number four. Who? 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 Is money for nothing sung by Josh? Josh. Mark Knopfler. Ryan. From Dire Straits. Uh, fuck. Correct Dire Straits. You were trying for bonus two to one. There. April 1, Josh 2. Ryan, how you doing? Who sang Eat the Rich? Seriously. We're all music experts. Oh, I'm not a Josh. Josh. I know I'm an Aerosmith. That, sir, is correct. Three to one. This question is worth a billion, because why not? <laughs> Who actually recorded the song Millionaire? Ryan. Ryan. Chameleonaire. It's incorrect. I give him the hook. I give him the hook. Seriously, these are awful. Question. <laughs> this one's worth a billion dollars. What was that? Dr. Hook. I, yeah, I don't know never that. heard of that before. No, nope, never heard of it. Nope. Kids these days. This one also worth a billion dollars. A billion dollars? Holy shit. Jeez. Oh, I'd be like a Rothschild. <laughs> who is Who sings Billion Dollar Babies? Josh. Josh. Alice Cooper. That is correct. Josh wins. The saddest. That was a terrible showing. Saddest showing of musician. Guy who hosted a music podcast. I only needed two hints. That's been your quizzical. And I think I got a bonus point with Mark (laughs) Knopfler because he said who sang it. There's no bonus points. Well, in my brain, there is. There's nothing bonusy about that. It's a oh, it's a game played on a podcast. <laughs> I know, I made up points. I know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for us to do five star shoutouts. Five, 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 five star review. Don't think we forget about you guys out there continuing to rate and review. Tell people about our show. It's important, whether it be on iTunes or if it is on our Facebook page, which is where Kim Elliott Lucetta Elliot. recommended our p- podcast. She 
A beautiful lady said, great podcast, well-researched and presented in great humor. Well, thank you, Kim. I do really appreciate that. Our next five-star shout-out goes to Ethan Morency, who... Did we get another one? No, I was... Oh, never mind. Jazz doing his own show. No, he's, I was, I he's was making me. sure. He's <laughs> making, making sure. sure. Ethan, who's a good... He, he's a male prostitute as well, so ah. he knows mm-hmm. our trials and tribulations. He said, I discovered your podcast last year while recovering from major burns in the hospital. The jokes and chemistry kept me laughing all the way through recovery, and now I'm back at work. And uh, the keep the show going and don't ever change. Thanks, Ethan. And also... There's a nonprofit in Grand Rapids that helps burn survivors like me. If you guys could give them a shout out, that would be amazing. It's the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors. Phoenix? Why the fuck would they call it the Phoenix? Because you're rising from the ashes. But it burns! They can't call it like the dove, the, the caterpillar, the butterfly foundation. No, it's got to be the burn, the bird that lights on fire. But it rises from the ashes. See, it makes sense. Ethan, we love you, brother. Yes. Thanks Thank for you. listening. And always know that we are happy to bring you the laughs, my friend. Thank you for your messages, buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we appreciated that. That's your five star sounds. <laughs> So I had a thought. Wow. Yeah. And this is going to push your prowess, my friend. (laughs) There are a million clips on that iPad in front of you. Pages. 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 If we were to give you 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah. This is one of those things that I I gave you a little hint. Yeah. 10 to 15 seconds where the three of us were dead silent. And all you had to go off of to carry the podcast mm-hmm. was soundboard clips. Oh, Could Lord. you make it seem like the podcast was still going or are we authentic enough to be the real thing? Or could you actually like robot wise? Like, do you want me to try this? I do. Yes. Well, it's it, but what, what what happened was, is I, I was thinking about how people were like, oh, automation is stealing our jobs. Okay. And I was like, is the soundboards soundboard stealing our jobs? And I was like, <laughs> I should throw this to Larry to see if he can actually fashion it so that it seems like a thing. So I figured we'll give you some time. Okay. I think I can do it. And let you kind of mess with it mm-hmm. and then see if it sounds like a podcast. We'll vamp for a couple of, no, for, for a short time. Door Jack. was open. Okay. All the right. door was ajar. Okay. So this is Larry's first soundboard challenge, and we're going to give it to him. Blowjobs are great. Ah! Oh, yeah. I bought a dildo. Ah! Beaver! Dead air. Flip it. Let's talk about this damn owl. Yeah. Pronunciate Donald Rumsfeld. We'll find that G-spot girl. So. <laughs> a kiss. That's what happens when you go out down on a bearded clam without a dental dam. Peacock. 
Peacock. Peacock. That's not a turd. That's a candy bar. <laughs> I, I mean, that's pretty much our show. Yeah, essentially. I mean, there's I was really, missing, honestly, I, only I'm one like, cherry I need to put on top of that Sunday. What's that? Poop. <laughs> Maybe we'll try it again next week. That might have been the hardest I've laughed. Oh, the, God. This, <sighs> there's only one you missed. What's that? Let me try a super kick with my dick. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Fingle fondle the boobs. <laughs> Do we have anything else Ooh. that we need to throw out there before we close this bad beer out? I look like, oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> I, will, I will throw a special shout out to our patreon.com slash beer city media podcast. You can actually get the Ryan's Drunk, which we can play. We'll play it underneath as you're closing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We will address the fact that you can get this as a ringtone with also very select, nice little grouping of season three Beer City Media mm-hmm. tones. Ryan's Drunk. Ryan's Drunk. Ryan's Drunk. Ryan's Drunk. Ryan's Drunk. Ryan's drunk. Ryan Strunk. Ryan Strunk. Ryan Strunk. That's pa- the legacy you leave behind for your children. You do. Poop. Um. <laughs> Just know I love you, girls. Yeah, go to that Ooh, Patreon, and not only can you get those songs for your ringtones, but you also get another show and the list, which are great. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you get I five think- of them. So, I mean, yeah. at least like. You put five bucks in, you get ringtones and five new shows. Mm-hmm. You, you want to preview some ringtones coming soon? Yes. yes. Girl, I'm going to fuck you in your pussy. I'm going to come in your pussy. It's coming out my dick. It's going in the pussy. The pussy. Yep. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. Can you hear that ringing from oh, your yeah. phone in public? <laughs> in, the, in the middle of a wedding or funeral. Mm-hmm. Sex with the jungle. Going to be a dick. Gonna shoot some water, make it easy to penetrate. Here we go, here we go, going down into the ground. <laughs> uh, like a voice like an angel. So mm-hmm. anyway, sign up. Check us out. We are like literally inches away from finalizing our second goal. And after that's done. So I'm just imagining a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those goals. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome that we you guys destroyed, have met the first we destroyed one. the first one. We're, we're super close to the second one, and honestly, even the first one was a surprise to me. So I mean, that stuff it goes right back into the show. It I does. Mean, we've already bought new cables. So. Yeah, we've bought new cables, and Larry gets all the monies to hopefully help out and figure out what we need next. So, if it was me, it would have shot all over everybody's chest. My bad. Anyway, that's been the show today. I love meth. Meth loves me. <laughs> Come here, meth. Brad, take a sucky and pokey. Oh, I want Doritos. Let's kill this cop. <laughs> Where's my teeth? Uh-oh, there goes the last one. These people got together and, and they made them a potluck. Probably listen some music like this. <laughs> Future ringtones coming to the Yo. Patreon. We love you guys. We'll see you next Zim week. Easy, beep, beep, beep. On another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. 
Have a great one, guys. You're a rich girl, and you've gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money, you can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch girl, and it's gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. Say money, but it won't get you too far, get you too far. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media. (laughs) 